Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Check it out. It is the early part of the week. So we are here at Rockin' Riley's Inside Studio 34. Come on by. Have a drink. Dilly dilly. Be part of the Stats Over Beat Cypher. You know what it is. I got my guys, Mike Florio. We got Danny O down there in the fantasy pit of misery we're gonna have fun with them a little bit later on because we are bringing back the rapping athlete okay we are going to be criticizing critiquing maybe celebrating a rapping athlete that is out there it may surprise you which one we wind up doing and we're going to be uh talking a little bit about march madness as we move into the sweet 16 we're going to chop it up about that if you know your boy speeds he is an orange man like many people in this business if you want to know the truth right so let's go orange clap 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 and that whole big nine of course we're also going to get into nfl free agency we're going to talk about you know winners and losers we're going to catch you up we're going to reset where we're at in terms of free agency. We'll go a little position by position. And of course, you know, I got to break down the trade of the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Um, you know, moving up three spots in the first round, cashing in not one, not two, but three second rounders, you know, going into next year using the chips that they got from the Richardson deal. We'll get into all of that. I'll tell you the parts of the trade that I like and the parts that I don't. As my man, Danny O, switches cameras on your boy like that. That's how we do it here in Studio 34. Let me tell you something. We are getting upgraded left and right in Studio 34. Construction is happening. Big things in 2018. But like always, we got a poll question up as well. But here's the poll question. You can check it out. Follow me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter with the Stats Over Beat Cypher. My question for you is, do you like the drama? Do you like the upsets of opening weekend of March Madness, you know, the Loyola Chicago's of the world, do you like the UMBC's, the Baltimore counties of the world, with Marlo Stanfield and Omar Little and, you know, Officer Prespaluski, do you like them all, all those, all those upsets that happen, even though it turned your bracket into poop, do you like that, do you like that, because now, if you're like me, you are happy. You know, seeing the 16 upset the one. That was cool, right? And it was cool to see, you know, Marshall. It was cool to see, you know, UNC go down, Virginia go down, Michigan State go down, Arizona go down, Xavier go down. But now what do you do? 
because let me tell you something. The cream is going to rise to the top over this next weekend, and your bracket is still squad douche. So that is my poll question. Do you like the drama even though now your brackets are, uh, you know, null and void? Or you could just get in on that hot new action, you know, a little over-unders, blah, blah. I'll tell you about that. Uh, how I did with those unders. My boy, uh, Roto Frank, my other best friends forever. They know what I'm talking about. We'll get into it in a little while. But that is the poll question out there right now. So far, it's trending like, nah, you need to have some a cash chance, you know, to still be live in the tournament. You'd rather that than just seeing these historic updates. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with the NFL. All right, we're going to start with NFL because it is the new league calendar. It is the new league year. And we got to get into, you know, some of these free agent moves, these trades that have been happening, and the fantasy impact of such. Okay, so let's start. I want to start today at the running back position, okay? I want to start at the running back position because last time I talked to you guys, you know, when free agency was just kicking off. Right, it was the wide receiver market that was hot and heavy. Right, it was Allen Robinson, it was Sammy Watkins, and we talked about that. My boy, the ten ninety nine OG Benny Riccardi, right, FSWA Basketball Writer of the Year. My man Benny Riccardi was here. Big shout out to him. But um, it was the wide receivers that were popping. So let's talk a little bit more about the running backs. Okay, going into free agency, the story was about Lev Bell and his franchise tag and all that. But check this out. We have had movement, and if you are a dude in your mid-20s right now, you are able to cash in at the running back position because everyone thought, hey, running backs, you know, come a dime a dozen is going to be committee. Now, it is a certain skill set in this evolving NFL that is getting paid. Deion Lewis with Tennessee, four years, almost 20 mil. Okay, you got to like that. And here's the problem with that. You know, Derrick Henry was supposed to be this workhorse. People were going to love him as this workhorse. Not so much now with Deion Lewis in there. That really is a wet blanket on a guy like Derrick Henry. Okay, but what about in San Francisco? This is what I think is the most important move if you happen to be holding some dude in a dynasty league. Okay, Jarek McKinnon. All these other deals, you know, Deion Lewis, four years, around $20 million total. Even Carlos Hyde. In Cleveland, three years, about 15, just over 15 million. We're talking 5 million per, right? Jarek McKinnon and the San Francisco 49ers. This dude gets a four-year, $30 million deal with the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, they expect, and you're hearing Shanahan, you're hearing Lynch, you're hearing them out there in San Francisco, say they expect McKinnon to play the Devontae Freeman role in that offense. I'm telling you right now, Jarek McKinnon has the potential to be a high-end RB2 in your lineups next year. If you happen to have some kind of dynasty league, that is a stash that you like. I think he is going to be in the pass-catching mode out of the backfield and be the early down back for this team. It's going to be like Matt Breida as, the, as getting the only other work in that backfield. So I really like this for McKinnon. I really like this for the scheme fit. I think Jarek McKinnon did himself well. Like Isaiah Crowell with the Jets, we talked about that a little bit. But here's another one I think is interesting. I think LeGarrette Blunt to the Detroit Lions is very very interesting, okay? The Lions have been trying for years to fill that early down role, okay? They, they, they've had the likes of Zach Zenner, you know, and, 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 you know, they tried Abdullah there. He could not handle that role. You know, they have tried a lot of people in that role. They have not had a thousand yard rusher in a while. I saw a stat last year, they hadn't had a hundred yard rusher in a game. For a very long time, okay? Now, I'm not saying LGBT, LeGarrette Blunt, you know, is going to 
uh, run for 1,200 yards. What I am saying, though, is he is a distinct early down compliment to a guy like Theo Riddick, okay? He is a real goal line back. This offense with Jim Bob Cooter and Matt Stafford, they want to throw, throw, throw. And Theo Riddick allows them to do that. But what has been the Lions' bugaboo for the last few years in goal line situations, they don't have someone up punch you in the mouth. LGBT does that for the Detroit Lions. If you're in a touchdown league, it's not about the yards he's going to accumulate. He's going to get you something like 53 yards, but a touchdown. He will still get double-digit touchdowns for this Jim Bob Cooter offense. I like LeGarrette Blunt to the Detroit Lines on only a one-year, two-million dollar deal. I don't know what the Giants are doing signing Jonathan Stewart to a two-year, seven-million dollar deal. Stewart is far behind other guys out there. And under the radar, you know, we talk about the New England Patriots, how they lost um, Deion Lewis. They re-signed Burkett. They bring in Jeremy Hill. This is the exact kind of running back move. That the Patriots make. Bring in a guy like Jeremy Hill. This guy's still only 25 years old. Sign him on a one-year, one-and-a-quarter million-dollar deal. Prove it, you know, to be that big back. To be like that Gillisley kind of back that they struck out with last year. I think that is very interesting. All right, let's also talk a little bit about the quarterbacks as we move along here in free agency. Last time I talked to y'all here in Studio 34 and Rock and Riley's, okay, we were talking about the big boys, the Minnesota Viking quarterbacks, right? We were talking about the Keenums to Denver. We were talking about Kirk Cousins getting paid fully guaranteed deal. We were talking about Simeon, you know, getting replaced in Denver. Uh, we were talking about Bradford getting $20 million deal. Somehow someone thinks that his knee is not, hey, people loving it in Studio 34. Uh, we're talking about Sam Bradford getting $20 million, even though his knees, you know, are made out of, I don't know, whatever Chad Pennington was made out of, whatever uh, Tyler Eifert and Jordan Reed are made out of. But um, then you get into the next moves, right? A.J. McCarron going to the Bills, two-year, $10 million deal. Do me a favor. Hey, down in the pit of misery, Danny, is uh is is Florio still there? I would love to get a Bills perspective on the AJ McCarron move. So do me a favor if my man Mikey Fl- what's that with Danny Otto? Oh, Mikey Florio. Mikey Florio, can you do me a favor? What do you think about this AJ McCarron? This is my man Mike Florio, fantasy best friend forever, nominee for the football writer of the year, my man. Um also a Bills fan, right? Shout to the Bills Mafia. A little bit. What do you think? What do you think about AJ McCarron on a two-year, ten million dollar deal? I mean, it doesn't preclude you for going out and using that draft capital, even though my Jets hopped you, and we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Um, do you like him as this bridge? Is he a better bridge than Tyrod Taylor would have been? I don't think so. <laughs> he's, a, he's a cheaper bridge. Than he's a Tyron. cheaper bridge. I mean, he had a good half on Monday Night Football against the Broncos once. Yeah, I don't get why he like had some hype on Twitter. I mean, what what have we seen out of him at the NFL level? Nothing. I told you we saw a good half of, of against the Broncos on Monday that's Night Football. It. That's, that's it. That's about it, right? He couldn't. He was behind Andy Dalton. He couldn't obviously win that job. And if you so. can't beat Andy Dalton, who's something like, in my opinion, a fifteen to twenty-five quarterback in the NFL. I, I would agree with that. So, yeah, exactly. I To me, the success of this franchise is still going to come down to the quarterback that they take in the draft, and hopefully the quarterback can beat out McCarron. Because remember, like, when they drafted uh, E.J. Manuel, right. not that that worked out. No, but he wasn't, it did not work out, by the way, Florida. No, it did not. Okay. The, the plan wasn't to start him that year, but he ultimately won the job in camp. And sure. So I think that could be something that we see happen as well. And McCarron, yeah, sure, he's a fine backup. 
And sometimes that does work out. Look, I mean, Russell Wilson, his rookie year, beat out uh, Matt Flynn, and that worked out well for them, right? There you go. Sean Watson should have beat out Tom Savage last year, but... This is true. This is true. All right. So thanks a lot, Florian. I got to no ask problem. you a little bit later on if you're still there, if you're still in the pit of misery. After I give you my my, my thoughts on this uh, Jets trade, boo I would, the Jets. What's that? I said boo the Jets. Boo the Jets. <laughs> is that because you're worried because we're stockpiling all these potential franchise quarterback options? Yeah. I mean, you guys are gonna have more quarterbacks than than wide receivers pretty soon. This is absolutely true. Although I will say this, Florian. You know who's coming in to visit the Jets? Recently released uh, Alan Hearns. Recently released Alan Hearns from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Listen, I don't understand what the Jaguars are doing. And, you know, I told you we free, wide receivers in free agency popped real quick. But what are the Jaguars doing with a guy like Dante Moncrief? You know, investing in Moncrief when you already have re-signed Mark Easley, you have D.D. Westbrook, you know, you have a lot of other options. Then going ahead and investing even more in guys like Austin Safarian Jenkins, investing even more in a guy like Dante Moncrief. I'm not, I mean, I understand that your defense is set. But um, these are all kind of like the same player, in my opinion. It is very interesting. But the most interesting move, obviously, since the last time I was here with you on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Network, live and direct here from, you know, Studio 34 and Rockin' Riley's, is um, the Jets. The Jets. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm awoken from my, my, my March Madness slumber on Saturday, I believe, you know, to the news that the Jets... Swap first-round picks with the Indianapolis Colts, okay? Give them their second-round pick. Give them another second-round pick, although I do believe this is the pick they got from the Seattle Seahawks in the Sheldon Richardson deal. And a second-round pick next year to move up three spots. So I'm conflicted. I have so many many conflicted thoughts on this, if you want to know the truth, okay? One, as I, to- uh, as I tweeted to my boys, you know, uh, Frankie Stamfel, at Roto Frank on Twitter, and my boy Benny Riccardi, also Jets fans, I was like, listen, it's not like the Jets have been doing it on second round picks recently anyway, especially at the quarterback level. Geno Smith, Christian Hackenberg, I'll go back to Jason Morrow. Stephen Hill. It's not like these second round picks have been returning on their investment, right? But it is still a pretty steep price to go and get your guy, you know, and listen, if it's a franchise quarterback, if it's a franchise quarterback, a lot of people on social media are saying, go ask the Eagles, it worked out for them, you're absolutely right, okay, and Carson Wentz has helped evolve that team into a contender, but that team had so much talent that a backup quarterback, Nick Foles, was a Super Bowl MVP, right, you know, you could also say, hey, maybe it works for a guy like Jared Goff, but all these teams, you know, you invest in Goff, Turn your franchise around, potentially. The Bucks invest in Jameis. That's their investment. The Titans with Mariota. <clears throat> the Panthers with Cam. You know, you have to try and get that elite quarterback. The Raiders with Carr, right? So if this is the Jets' shot at doing that, so be it. Here's the thing, though. You're not necessarily guaranteed to get the guy you want. I've been saying, if you listen to this network, I have been for a year, a year and a half... Literally since before my man, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, knew that Sam Darnold would be eligible for this year's draft. I was saying the Jets should hashtag suck for Sam, meaning Sam Darnold, and try and get Sam Darnold. Darnold had a little bit of an up-and-down uh, sophomore season, but he, I don't know if he will be out there. If, if, you're on your, if he's number one on your board, but yet Cleveland's ahead of you, the Giants with an aging Eli is, are, are ahead of you. You don't even know that you're going to get the guy you have at the top of your board, whether that is uh, Rosen, whether that's Darnold. So that's a little bit 
iffy for me, right? You're going all up. To, if you went up to one and got your guy, but maybe your guy is going to be gone because Cleveland takes him, right? I don't think you're going up for Saquon. So who is your guy? Is the interesting part. And I'll tell you, it can't be Baker. It can't be Lamar. Because if you wanted Baker Mayfield, if you wanted Lamar Jackson, you don't make this trade. You don't feel the need to hop up three spots, right? So it has to be either Rosen, Darnold, or, or Josh Allen, in my opinion, okay? And this is where it gets unfortunate for me. Because I diverge with my boy Magic Mike McCagnin on their scouting. You know, if he gets the pick right, and if the Jets land their Cam Newton franchise quarterback, their Wentz, their Jameis, whatever, then cool. I don't care what you paid for him. I don't care. It's worth it. Go ask the Philadelphia Eagles, right, who are, you know, climbing Crisco poles right now. But if you miss, you gave up a whole lot. And, I, you know, I don't trust them to hit. What if this is a package that winds up getting you RG3? You know, and what's worse, it's not like, as my man Benny Riccardi says, it's not like the Jets were one piece away. They're still a little while away, okay? You know, so, so that's the interesting part. But then I don't even think, I don't agree with who it's going to wind up being. Because that leaves to me, I told you, it leaves Darnold, it leaves Rosen, and it leaves Josh Allen. And I don't think Darnold is going to be there for the Jets at three. I think Darnold is the number one overall pick in this draft. If it winds up that the Jets get Sam Darnold, then that's what your boy Spees, the spitting statistician, has been telling you for a year and a half. And if I was telling you to tank and go 1-15 so you can get Darnold at 1, if they wind up getting Darnold, I'm with it. But I don't think they're going to. I think it's going to be Rosen or Allen. And Rosen, my issue, and I said this on a previous episode, is that he doesn't have the mobility that you need in 2018 in the pocket. Okay, this is a guy who is going to get concussed in his career multiple times, and that scares me. Okay, and Josh Allen, I just think, is a raw sack of tools, and I don't trust the Jets to be able to develop it. I trust, I don't, I don't trust uh, them to be. I think this is a Jamarcus Russell, a Jeff George kind of thing. If it was Darnold, cool. But I don't think that's what's happening. I do like what they're doing on defense with the Jets, though. I do like, uh, you know, Tremaine Johnson. I like Williamson, the kid. But that's my concern. I don't think they will get the pick right. And then watch the Indianapolis Colts, who have similar needs to the Jets, especially on the offensive line. Watch them draft two future Pro Bowl offensive linemen in the second round this year. That is going to piss me off, and that would get Mike McCagnin fired. Hey, Florio, are you still down in the pit of misery? We're going to find out. But if Florio's not down there in the pit of misery, we're going to keep it moving, though. We're going to keep it moving if he's not, because here's the thing. I would be upset as a Jets fan, right? I'm upset as a Jets fan. So many reasons to be upset as a Jets fan if they mess this up. But in a story that I wanted to share with the Stats Overbeat Cypher, the Jets are getting back. I mean, the fans are getting back at the Jets. And check this out. There is a class action lawsuit that has been filed in Bergen County. Okay, last week about PSLs. All right, now if you're unfamiliar with it, PSLs are personal seat licenses. You have to pay exorbitant fees just for like the right to have your seats. This has been in vogue, you know, in, in the last millennium. And this happens, you know, at MetLife for the Jets. So you have to spend money just to own the right to the seat. So the, the, the face case for this class action. There's a guy named James Jengo, okay? He's from Connecticut, right? He purchased two PSLs in the mezzanine level, 
And to do that, he has to pay $4,000 a pop just to own the right for the seat, right? And then to be able to buy his season tickets. The, the Jets had then announced recently that they were going to sell seats in the 200 level without PSLs, rendering this investment that dude actually financed for 8% over 15 years to buy the PSL, rendering it worthless. It's obsolete because the public can still just buy those seats. So he and a number of, there's thousands of Jets fans that are in this situation. They're actually going to sue, okay, and uh, the lawsuit reads that the Jets, quote, and their affiliated stadium development company had an unconscionable commercial practice by undermining the fundamental benefit with the PSL transaction. Okay, so listen, if you don't like how many draft picks the Jets use to go on up three spots to maybe get a quarterback who winds up being a bust anyway... Go see if you could holler at or join the class action lawsuit out there in Bergen County. That's what your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, has to say. But check it out. The other thing I got to tell you right here, we've been telling you about it all season long from football season now in basketball season here at the Fantasy Sports Network. Yo, if you are... You know, trying at DFS. Don't go to necessarily these big sites where they have people putting in 50, 100 lineups. It's all people with algorithms and stuff like that, right? You want to check out Fantasy Factor. It is perfect. It's the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual player. Flatter prize pools, smaller fields, and single entry contests. I love that. They're doing a NHL and an NBA free roll every week. It is a free entry, okay? All you got to do is sign up. You enter www.fantasyfactor.com. All right, that's where you got to go. That's where it's popping off. I told you about you know some of the free agency moves. I like the running back market, which is interesting. I think Jarek McKinnon becomes a diamond in the rough. Carlos Hyde over in Cleveland. They're building a little something in Cleveland. Let's see if they add Saquon Barkley or you know one of these quarterbacks to the mix to compete with Tyrod. I think that's interesting. We also had dominoes fall in the wide receiver position. You know, Jordy gets cut, goes to Oakland, then Crabtree gets cut in Oakland, goes to Baltimore. You know, I'm down on Crabtree and any wide receiver in Baltimore because Joe Flacco is doo-doo, blunt guts trash. You know, so um, that's how it's going on. What I wanted to do, though, is turn our attention for the second part of the pod to uh, the NCAA tournament, March Madness, okay? We got a lot to talk about. Your bracket is probably, you know off like mine i will say this though brackets are so messed up that if you only have like two of the final four this year you might be okay and i think that is very very interesting like i got you know i have duke in one of one of my brackets even though you know i'm going with orange on friday night let's go orange big things syracuse alum class of i'm not telling you that right now but um Villanova looks very, very good. They look like a complete team, one that will not defecate the mattress like a Virginia does, like an Xavier did, you know, that sort of thing. Um, But those are the two teams that I would handicap right now, okay? I think you got to look at Nova. I think you got to look at Duke as the teams that are kind of the most complete teams that in this now condensed field can move along. But I would also say watch out for Kentucky. Watch out for Kentucky. These are kids that, you know, were freshmen and are growing, made a statement in the SEC tournament. Calipari has them primed. And now they're in that region that is completely wide open. 
You know what I'm saying? So, you know, maybe they can see. I think it's a Kansas State, you know. And then on the bottom, you know, you got like a, I think it's a Nevada. You know, they, they can get through there. They're not going to have to deal with a Kansas or a Duke or a Nova. So watch out for Kentucky from this point on if you're in any of those reset, I think. And that's a five seed. You can get interesting money on them. Uh, Clemson right now, 35 to 1 to win the bracket, to win it all. And that team came through. A lot of people were picking them to be like an early upset. I know a lot of people were thinking that they would be in that 5-12 upset game. But the, the Clemson Tigers, they look good. Keep an eye out on them. In the West region, you're going to see Gonzaga and Michigan. I'm telling you right now, that Michigan offense. And what about that kid Poole and the bracket, you know, the, the buzzer beater? That was sick. But did you know that he did the same thing in high school? There is footage of him literally making the same shot from the same spot of the court to, like, win a state title, even kicking out the leg and the whole nine. So it's uh, no, you know, it's no new turf for your boy Poole out there in Michigan. But what I got to say, though, is this is the way it goes. You know, in the, in the first week, you love those upsets. But ultimately, the cream will rise to the top. All right. Um, that's what I'm saying. You know, ultimately, the cream will rise to the top. And that's when you're going to have this week. And you're going to see your Kansas, your Kentuckys, your Dukes, your Novas kind of move on. Okay, and this is this is what happens here. Um, but check this out. Uh, down there in the pit of misery. Hey, Danny Otto, how we doing? Danny Otto is going to be there with me at some point because we're going to get back into our rapping athletes. Danny's there. Danny, hey. what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Check this out. You know, I... I um. Last week, and then we're going to get into this uh, rapping athlete a little bit, Danny, because I, I know you as a musician, I need your help to critique. I'm, I'm interested this week because you told me you, yeah. you actually like this This is different. This, this, is this is a little song. bit different. Yeah, yeah. This is a little bit different. And we're going to get to that in one second. But, but you know, Danny, you know um, I help you win, win that cash, right? I, I, You're aware? aware? You've heard I, this I, once I've or twice? I've heard of this once or twice. You've heard of this? You're familiar <laughs> with Speeds the Spitting Statistician helping you win that cash? Okay, awesome. So last week when the tournament started, um, you know, I was with some of our fantasy best friends forever, right? We were celebrating St. Patty's Day and the start of the tournament. I was with people like our boy Frankie Stamp, our boy Susmania, our boy the fantasy executive, Nando DeFino. And I told them, listen, in the first round of the tournament, here is the bet you need to make in order to win money. I'm sorry I didn't tell you this, Danny. I know. Where, where was my you, were you You weren't out at the uh, at well, the festivities. Yeah, my invitation and my advice were both lost in the mail. Like yeah, it was the festivities. There were festivities on Thursday. Um, and so here's what I said. I said as a blanket bet, okay, so there's in the first round, there's 32 games, okay? And don't worry, Danny. This is not the math of the Wonderlick test, I promise. Yeah, I'm having flashbacks now. I promise, I promise. Okay, there's 32 games in the first round. Okay, 64 teams, there's 32 games. There's also the first four, right? You know those, like, play-in games that they do on, like, Tuesday and Wednesday or whatever? So there's another four games. So that all combined is 36 games. What I told these guys to do is bet all 36 games and bet the first half under for the total. The first half under for all of the games in the first round, okay? This is a trend I like to play. I told people about it on Twitter as well because my theory is this, Danny, okay? You got teams that are likely playing teams that they're unfamiliar with and don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got 18 and 19-year-old kids in the biggest moment of their life, 
okay, going to these bigger arenas that they've never played in. A lot of these are middle and small-time schools. They've never had this kind of audience. They've never been on national TV. They've never played in an arena that sits 30,000, right? So you know what happens? You know what happens, Danny? They get a little, they get a little tight. You know what I mean? They get a little tight. A, a little nervous? They get a little tight. They get a little tight, you know? So they're playing an unfamiliar team. They're getting a little tight. They're in arenas, and you could check this. I swear, I went to Syracuse where a lot of people used to go into the Carrier Dome and say, like, the depth perception was off in these bigger arenas. And if you're used to playing in one kind of arena, and then all of a sudden it's, like, bigger and there's more people, it, it messes up your shot, okay? And that legit takes place for a lot of players, okay? And I do the first half because at the end of games in basketball, you're familiar with this. There's like just foul and foul and foul and time doesn't run. It becomes a free throw contest and more points get scored, okay? But that doesn't happen in the first half. So with all of those factors in mind, mostly 18 and 19 year olds getting a little tight, if you know what I mean. I bet the first half under total on all the games. You know what they went this year, Danny? What they win? 24 and 12. Dang. That's right. <laughs> I hear, last I checked, 67%. You go ask your boy Gabe Morency, and he'll tell you that 67% is doing a little something, okay? I help out the fantasy BFFs win that cash. I hope they listen to your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority of the Fantasy Sports Network. I, and, and take that next time, Danny, okay? All right? 18 and 19 year olds, they're getting tight. Unfamiliar teams. They don't know how to do it. First half unders all day long um but what i really want to talk to you about danny is yes this rapping athlete okay what we have is marvin bagley the third this is a guy from duke he's a big man from duke i think he's gonna wind up being a one and done uh for the duke blue devils who are now the vegas favorite to win the national championship um and a couple of uh, about a month ago danny we played some of marvin bagley the third Okay, we played a song by him called Breathe, or we played a part of it called Breathe, and we thought it was okay. We thought it was better than some of the other, you know, lazy Southern stuff that's out there, and we were like, that's all right. Okay, we said it could not compete with our boys, the Trap Game Maestros, Young Kaz, and the Effect, who do our or who do our fantasy remixes. It cannot compete with my boy Kenneth Cashman out there from Rotoware. He's got the bars. He's got hot bars. They've got hot gear at Rotoware. I always rock it. Waver Wire Warrior, you know what it is. Okay, but I then heard another track from Marvin Bagley III, and it's called All Americans, right? But here's the thing. It's interesting, and you can see he's going to have some wordplay because he's an All-American kind of basketball talent, but the term, the, the, the title All Americans, Danny, he's doing a commentary on things like police brutality and uh, the society that he is currently living in. Okay, he samples things like Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, okay, and flows over it. And Danny, you're a musician, right? Uh, Yeah. So I think this is well done. Okay, Danny, what we're about to hear, I think is actually well done. And I want to get your insight after we play this on, you know, the production. Okay, because the relevance, because he's I think he might be saying a little something. Are you ready to play maybe the first minute, minute and a half? I am ready. 
All right, so here's what we're going to do. This is all Americans from Marvin Bagley to third. I think it is important because, you know, he's actually out there right now in March Madness. Duke is in the Sweet 16, even though I hope they go down to my orange on Friday night. We'll see about that. But let's play this, and then uh, we'll see what you think. We'll see if anybody in the stats over beat Cypher wants to chime in as well. This is Marvin Bagley to third, all Americans. Let's play about a minute and a half of this, Danny. Let's go from the stop. Thanks for listening. We living in this country and it ain't what it seemed to be. Yeah, I don't know what it mean to me. Cause really it ain't even free to me. Cops killing this summer living, they don't understand what freedom means. And I bet they had goals and aspirations, but they ain't got no patience for black, so black, no time's wasted. They pull them out. Ain't got no other way to stop us, so they shoot us out. And they still get away with it when the truth is out. So now it's like, what do I do? Cause it gets scary knowing that it can happen to you. That's cause your color is dark and now they ready to shoot. Take the same approach and do something that's new And lately I've been trying to keep my cool But to be honest it's hard to Cause I done had some people I lost too But I can't relate to what they going through Cause they been losing kids but so many tears drop Cause all we wanna do is live man for real So many tears drop Cause all we wanna do is live Got his dreams, doing something bigger. And all they wanna do is put their finger on the trigger, like, can we? The whole choose to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Rest in peace to Martin Luther. All right, Danny. So let me tell you something before I get your take. Okay, I got to tell you, I just think that when you compare this against some of the grimy, lazy, nonsensical based athlete rap that we have had on the Stats Overbeat Cypher on the Fantasy Freestyle before here as we put the fun in functional sports radio, I got to tell you, Danny, I think this is just on another level in terms of production, message and actual artistry. What do you think? I absolutely agree. I just like you. I was sitting down here. I, I looked over to you see, were like actually listening yeah, to it. I was actually bobbing my head and like listening to. It. I I genuinely like that. Okay. Yeah. Right. So this is this is a new precedent. Yeah. This may be a new watermark for the stats overbeat cipher. I mean, we're taking out not counting, of course, my man Kenneth Cashman, Roto Wear Holler, not counting Young Kaz and the effect, right? Not counting your boy Speeds and Chronicle, of course. But outside of that. You know, I think Dame Lillard has some competition now. And, I mean, here's the thing, Danny. The kid went to Duke, you know. He, I mean, I understand, you know, he might have uh, had a little help to get in there academically. But he's got to be able to hold his own with some kind of references and vocabulary, no? Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I Just like you were saying, I like the sample from right? Martin Luther King. Yep, and even at the start, you know, it was like yeah. a police call or something. Absolutely. So, I, I, listen, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted, Danny, because I think this is by far the best we've played so far. But at the same time, he represents Duke, and Duke is facing my guys, the Syracuse Orange, on Friday night in the Sweet 16. So I kind of want to like start to get down with Marvin Bagley, right? But... I need him to lose on Friday. So how do I how do I handle that? Well, how about this? If he loses, if yeah. he, if Duke loses, yeah, then maybe he'll do more. He'll do another track. Yeah, maybe he'll do more tracks. <laughs> he'll do a response basket. track. Well, no, he'll do less <laughs> basketball and more music. Oh, okay, okay. So greater good. End of season early. Well, then he's gonna prep for the draft. You know, he's gonna be working out in the combine. It might kill his artistry, Danny. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's true, too. I guess. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah, so we got to put him at the top of the list so far. Right, Dan? Absolutely. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And, yo, listen, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you thought about that as well. At Spittin' Speeds. Get down with the hashtag stats over beat Cypher. I think Duke is in good position. Uh Hopefully, if they get past my Syracuse Orange. The only one thing I want to say about the tournament before we get out of here, though, is, listen, I don't know if you're getting it all, but I'm lucky. I got this YouTube TV. All right, so I got True TV. I got TBS. I got TNT. And I can have them all like kind of on my screen at once and pick which one to go. It's a great thing. But I got to ask you, how many of y'all out there have True TV? You know, actually have that as an offering for you. Are you able to get these games? Because if you are, it's funny. They're doing a whole big campaign, True TV Awareness. You know, they're trying to be out there. TBS is trying to promote themselves as like the number one comedy network. And I think that is very, very interesting because we've been talking about this cord cutting for a while. We've been talking about how our boys at ESPN be losing viewers. Right, because everyone's cutting the cord. We're talking about how you can watch the highlights on your phone. Everyone's getting into their podcast, like your boy speeds with the fantasy freestyle right that's how you're getting your information to win your leagues and win that cash these days right but what's interesting to me is this is now spreading you can see me right here not live on youtube on twitter on facebook and interestingly enough facebook check this out danny i think you'd be interested in this facebook has won exclusive rights to broadcast 25 Major League Baseball games this season. Exclusive rights. They're going to be mostly day games on Wednesdays, okay? But this is the first exclusive rights deal for a non-broadcast entity in the four major sports. Like, Twitter has done NFL games before, but, like, with the NFL Network or with CBS. Facebook and social media is going to be the only way you can get this, an exclusive deal. And this is the wave of the future, so you need to hop on that streaming and get your friend's password. Holler at your boy if you need a password. I got you. Password for password. You got a little NFL red zone. I'll hook you up with Hulu or something. You know what I mean? Danny, can we work out that kind of deal? I mean, if you got NFL Red Zone, I'll give you like you know a little Netflix and chill kind of stuff. I, I wish I had. NFL All right, well, but what do you think? Do you think this is the way for the future? Like it, a non-broadcast entity getting the exclusive rights is going to be getting advertising rights in this way as well. You know, everyone's cutting the cord, right? It, I think the next time the NFL contract is up, it's not going to be CBS. You know, and Fox bidding for it, it's going to be Netflix, Amazon, and Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, I think just like you said, I think we're moving more towards digital and, and everything. I, even like Twitch, like right, Twitch, Twitch is trying to make a TV network too. And so we're going to have Facebook, we're going to have Twitch, we're going to have uh, Twitter's Periscope. Like we're going to have all of these guys competing for the new wave of TV shows and yeah. wave of of everything streaming. And so what are all the ways you can see us? You know, because, I mean, you got your show popping off tomorrow, Wednesday nights, right? Here on the Fantasy Sports Network. You, Of course, you know, you got the Fantasy Freestyle. So, you know, I got the red light on me right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, so we're on what? We're on YouTube, we're right? On, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. That's right. We're on Periscope, which is through Twitter. Periscope, that is Twitter, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's kind of the same? It is. It's exactly the same, but, but that it's just called something different. All right, fantastic. Are we on what, like Facebook Live or something? Facebook Live. Twitch? Uh, we are on Twitch. Look at this. And we're on Mixer, which is the exact Mixer. Same. It's the same as Twitch, except it's for Microsoft Xbox. 
Oh, nice. Today yeah. All right. See, that's what I'm talking about. So many ways. It's not like, yo, it's not like changing that remote control anymore, right? Right? You know, and then you can get it absolutely everywhere. So I think that is very interesting. That's the way it's going to be going. So you can catch me on Twitter. And if you are on Twitter, go right now at Spittin' Speeds. We got the poll question up. Like I said, you know, do you need, you know, to still be alive in your bracket pool to enjoy, you know, some of the upsets, some of the stuff that is happening? Or can you appreciate? You know, the historical 16 over a one or the great buzzer beaters to get a Cinderella squad talking about like Sister Mary with Loyola Loyola Chicago out there, you know, and right now over 62 percent of you say, nah, I need a chance for cash in order for it to be interesting. I think that is kind of funny. But those are the kind of people that listen to the Fantasy Sports Network, as you know. One more thing I want to tell you before I get out of here. Listen. If you know because you listen to the Fantasy Sports Network and you're down with the stats over Beat Cypher, then you probably already know that every three minutes an American is diagnosed with blood cancer. Unfortunately, though, only 30% of patients are able to find a compatible bone marrow donor within their family. That's how you can help. Go right now to dkms.org slash fantasy and sign up online to register as a donor. DKMS will send you a swab kit. It takes legitimately one minute to do. It's just like I did. I do it with DKMS. I did it with 23andMe, and boy, did I learn some things. Right, And then they're going to try and match you up with someone who has your type and needs a donation. That's it. It's easy. You can actually save someone's life. We're not talking about fantasy here, okay? This is not about, like, your, your dynasty. This is not about your fantasy saving a life. In real life, you can help someone, okay? Go to dkms.org slash fantasy to see how you can help. All right, later on this week, I'm going to be giving you the audio pod here for the fantasy freestyle. We're going to break down, you know, it's almost opening day. In Major League Baseball, okay? So we're going to break down uh, the AL East is one division we got to get into. We're going to talk about the uh, juiced baseballs and what Justin Verlander thinks or knows and is out to prove about it. We'll keep tabs on NFL free agency, as always. We'll talk about maybe redefining a a catch because that is going to happen here in the NFL. They're talking about, you know, owners meetings. And so uh, maybe the Des Bryant, the Sterling Shepherds, the Calvin Johnson catches will be catches moving forward. And as always, we will put the fun in functional sports radio. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Network for my man Danny Otto down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Cue the chronicle, because we about to be drinking on a Tuesday. That's when this pod comes out. Let's do it, okay? It's your boy Dane Martinez. I'm out. Fantasy Freestyle. Catch me later on in the week. Like the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Review the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the fire that is the Fantasy Freestyle. I peace. I'm out.